Hello, I'm Luca De Giglio, and this is the Web3 in Travel podcast, where you can learn about crypto, blockchain, and how the new internet will change travel. So we just came back from Barcelona, where we held the second Web3 in Travel conference. And I am very satisfied with how it went. But let's start first with what didn't go as expected. Um, first of all, the number of attendees was less than expected. We had 40 to 50 people in the room at all times. And uh, we were expecting about double of that. The room was much bigger. We had many more attendees in the side events. But yeah, that didn't go too well. What went well in this regard was the quality of the attendees. Um, people were there because they were really interested. They were high-level professionals in the industry at uh, different positions, etc. Uh, but we failed to attract the vacation rental crowd, which was there. Which makes us think that the next one is going to be in the context of a web in travel conference, a crypto conference. Why? Well, because they understand what we're doing. If you go to a travel professional and you tell them, look, crypto, Web3, we're going to do stuff in this industry. Everything is going to change. Well, you lost them already because they don't know what crypto is or Web3 is. They still think, you know, it's about buying and selling tokens or Bitcoin. Well, if you go in a crypto conference and you talk to anyone and say, okay, Web3 in trouble. They start thinking, you know, their synapses start firing and say, okay, Web3 in trouble. We could do DAOs to manage platforms, we, you know, and all those things we talk about normally. So it's, it's definitely a better place to be for us, um, especially because we haven't yet brought real solutions which a travel industry has adopted. So it's on us to bring those solutions. And where do you bring them? Well, you bring them when you work with people who know about the technology. So, yeah, we are going to organize another one next year. Of course, this is just too important and also too much fun, in my opinion. And the networking is fantastic. We are going to do another one for sure. But maybe next time it's going to be in the context of a crypto conference. By the way, I'm curious to hear what you think about it. So reach out in case you have ideas. Now, why was the conference successful, in my opinion? Well, because we met. We met last year too, but there were less startups. There were no VCs. Um, it was just smaller. The, the industry was less active. This year, there was much more. There were bigger companies. There were many VCs. So the, the funding part of the industry is there, is listening, is looking, is interacting. Um, and... Uh, and we had the chance to spend about three days together in real life. So we had a pre-conference event in a, in a bar, basically, uh, open to the speakers and to the DAO, people organizing, people who help. Then we had a dinner for the same crowd, the same day. The next day we had a conference and a dinner. And the next day we had a meeting of the industry in a hotel where we discussed various things. One of them is the idea of building an alliance 
and I will tell you about that more in the future. So it was really great. What I bring home from the conference myself is the fact that I met those people. I know this is something you always say after conferences. You know, you put a face to the Twitter account or to the email account or the, the LinkedIn profile you usually interact with. Um, but yeah, but this is very important. It completely changes the dynamic and then the interactions. How? I think it makes it softer. What do I mean by that? Well, it's it makes it easier to communicate online with people you actually met. Of course, unless you, you had a fight with them, but we didn't have fights as far as I know. So it makes it easier. Um, it, it improves the online conversation. Plus, when you're there, you exchange thoughts uh, which you normally wouldn't exchange in a narrow bandwidth situation like online. Yes, of course, you can have a Zoom call and open your mind and open your heart and whatever, but it's not the same thing as in real life. So at that level, I think the industry, the web train travel micro industry is closer today. And of course, I personally didn't have uh, visibility in, on all the interactions which happened between people. So I can only assume that people talked, uh, discussed, maybe, you know, agreed on stuff. I know we went out, we had drinks. Um, who knows what has been, what seeds have been planted? I'm sure something has been planted. Maybe I always go back to the, you know, Uniswap of Web3. Maybe the Uniswap of Web3 has been planted here. Maybe somebody discussed with somebody else and they're going to do something. Who knows? Anyway, I'm... Sure, this was worth it uh, 100%. So let's do it again. Now, between here and the next conference, we will be slowly releasing videos of the speeches. We will be releasing photographs. I will write a few articles, especially on the DAO side of things. And we will actually launch this DAO by distributing the NFTs to people who helped. We will also uh, create uh, a snapshot where people can vote if they own the NFT and many other things. So the aftermath of this conference is going to be uh, diluted in the next months. I personally wasn't very well. I was. I realized after the conference I had um, a respiratory virus, nothing serious. I, I took some medicines and I'm, and I'm fine now. Uh, but that really made my energy levels lower than I want them to be. And um, and also in the aftermath, I just couldn't get the, the mental energy to to work about that. I had a kind of a, a rejection, like a post-orgasmic uh, conference period. I was like, okay, let me now relax. Let all these information and these vibes I got from people, uh, you know, get slowly um, digested, get slowly interiorized by, by my mind. And I'm slowly getting out of that. It was, again, a very slow process, maybe because I wasn't well. So I was a little bit sorry about not, you know, hitting the thing when it was hot. What you call this thing? You know, like reacting right after the conference, maybe go after sponsors after the conference, maybe, you know, Things when things are still warm in people's head, they're still fresh, and you still have an opening. I was a bit sorry about that, but I don't think it's a big deal. 
Um, this is a very long-term thing we're doing. Uh, I don't like to be in the startup uh, mindset, which you know acquire, requires you to grow quickly. This conference is not a startup. It doesn't need to grow quickly. It doesn't need to go from 50 to 100 to 1,000 in a few years. It's not about that. Okay, It's about a platform we can share where we know we belong to something and we can do good things together. So I know this sounds like a probably very good excuse for being lazy, but <laughs> I wasn't lazy and uh, I was just sick. And we're going to go back on track. No problem. Okay, I am a strong believer in mental energy uh, in the sense that you do high-level tasks, important tasks, only when you have the, the mental energy for that, which is a proxy for saying, if I don't feel it, I don't do it, which is great for failure. It's not like that. You have to force yourself to do things even if you don't feel like. But one thing I don't do anymore is to push myself beyond my energy level. So let's say in the morning I have energy, I do things. It's not like I'm not waiting for the inspiration. I do things even if I don't feel like, but I have the energy, the mental energy. And when the mental energy goes down, I do other things. Same thing with this conference. I didn't have it, so I took I took a break. So let me talk a bit more about the conference in detail. Of course, I will not tell you every single speech or what has been done. I'm going to try to um, give you the, the vibe and the feeling of being there because you're going to get the videos, right? If you're interested, you will see the videos. The content is going to be out there. Um, but the vibe, uh, what people did, the, a few episodes which came to my mind, etc. So let me go back with memory to the day before the conference. Actually, sorry, the day before the day before the conference, two days before the conference, when we arrived in Barcelona, we had this great apartment in the center with other guys from, from Trips community. And um, yeah, Barcelona was great. I don't know if you've been there, but it's, it's an incredible city. And I remember something when I went there. I remember when uh, in 2003, if I'm not mistaken, or 2002, when I already had started my apartment website, apartment booking website in Prague, and I had done Budapest already. So I had my, again, you know, this Airbnb before Airbnb thing. I went to work in Spain. I took my car and I went randomly from Italy to Spain. I had no idea where to go. I just wanted to get a job for the summer to make some money because my business wasn't making enough and to learn Spanish. Spanish is a very easy language for, for Italians and vice versa. And I remember driving with my car, with my friend, um, and ending up in Benidorm, which is somewhere on the beach um, between Barcelona and, I don't know, Valencia or something, I'm a bit more in the south. And working there at the reception in a hotel for the summer, learning Spanish, and then on the way out, and then there build an apartment booking website which was successful. So I was getting apartments, people were writing, they were booking the websites online because there was nothing online at the time. So the only way to book was to go on Google and look for apartments in Benidorm, find my website, and I had a, a, a good business at the time. On the way back, I stopped in Barcelona. I went into a bed and breakfast and I started looking for apartments. I wanted to do apartment bookings in Barcelona. 
And that was 2002 or three. again. There was nothing. I couldn't find a single apartment. There was no Airbnb, of course. There was no apartment renting. Or if it was there, it was very minuscule. I couldn't find anything. A few years later, uh, Barcelona is invaded by apartments. Like, you know, it's they are trying to stop vacation rentals. They stopped it, they limited it, they, they limited, etc. So, yeah, that's what I remember. Like 20 years ago, I was here and I could have been at the forefront of, you know, property management in Barcelona. I could be at, uh, at the forefront of property management everywhere, actually. And I didn't do it, right? And that the thought stops there. I don't want to go too much adrift, but that was uh, an interesting thought. And in the conference we, we, we were part of was like property managers, vacation rentals, right? Anyway. So we had our first meeting in, in an Argentinian kind of cafe, uh, which we had found in the morning. So we had many months to prepare, but for some reason, we couldn't really plan everything. What was the reason? Well, the reason was that we didn't know how many people were there. So we kind of kept waiting to organize this thing until we had the number of people. We were lucky enough. I think Giovanni found it for us in the morning. And so we had this meeting with about 10, 12 people. Uh, again, speakers and DAO, or maybe only DAO organizers. I'm getting confused now. And that's where we first met. We discussed the logistic, the technicality, who does what, etc. So I guess that was our first DAO meeting, you know, Web3 Travel Conference DAO meeting. And the atmosphere was great, very positive, um, constructive. There was good energy, many young people. Uh, Trips community itself suffers from an age problem. We are all a bit too old. Uh, <laughs> we're not too old, we're just mature. Um, but we need young and fresh people. They give a completely you know, different energy to the room and they're more open to ideas etc etc so that was really great to to be to be in that environment and being in europe in a room full of people with positive thoughts with um trying to build something rather than looking at institutions crumbling rather than looking at things going worse and worse um, because in Europe, maybe in the West, we are after the bull run. And the society has it high and it started crashing. And sometimes we have what they call in trading dead cat bounces. Things seem to be better and they are not. And it keeps going down and down and down. And the, the population is getting older. Things are still great. Europe is still great compared to many other parts of the world. But the, the trend is negative. Uh, and trends are important. I remember going to Argentina in 2001, right after, you know, a big crisis, people were shot on the street, right? But things were getting, sorry, not 2001, that was maybe 2003 and 4. 2001 was the problem. Anyway, things were getting back on track, or at least people had the feeling that the worst was behind them. And the energy was great, right? And we don't have that energy anymore in Europe. So, being able to do something constructive as we're doing and crypto is basically the the, the 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 mission of crypto is let's rebuild institutions this time 
without the human or with less human interaction, human uh, point of failure. Let's build something which just works by itself. So that was a great start of, of, the, of the conference. Then we had the evening dinner, again, by chance, in an Argentinian place, uh, which Francesco found through the fork. So we got a 40% discount on the, on the dinner. And I think the guy who made the calculations at the end was confused. He couldn't do like 12 multiplied by 3 or something. So we ended up paying very little, like 16 euro each for stacks and stuff. Something was definitely off there. Uh, there were a lot of uh, mosquitoes and uh, small flies flying around. It was really annoying, but you know, bad luck. Uh, but overall, it was it was a great evening. Um, it's one of those evenings in which like a lot depends on who you're sitting with. And I went there before with uh, Cynthia from the travel to meet Mike Sung from Plug and Play. We we wanted to have a, a little chat, and then we ended up sitting together um, there. And uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. Again, I was not hundred percent, so Mike basically did all the talking. It was very interesting to to listen to him and to see his energy. And um, yeah, that was that was the dinner. Uh, again, I don't know what happened between other people. I know they were talking. The atmosphere was great. So beautiful. Next day, the conference. Um, the the place was the World Trade Center. Very nice uh, complex of many different rooms. Our room was very nice, and uh, it was there was light. The technical aspects were great. One thing I wasn't too happy about was like it was longer, a bit long, and not wide enough, which made it a bit a bit less um, uh, cohesive. Uh, it was harder to reach people a bit farther. So. That's a good thing to remember for next time. We need more square rooms where we can feel we are a bit more together into this, a bit less like detached. Um, I had forgotten the pointer, you know, the laser pointer for the slide. So we had to to ask it to the organization, which provided it very quickly. This time we we checked very well that the quality of recording and audio was good. Um, because last time in Porto, it didn't, didn't go well. And uh, so we were much more organized. We had somebody taking care of the chairs. We always made sure that there were no empty chairs. So we would remove chairs and net chairs according to the number of people. Uh, we had Albert, our local magician uh, from Hospitalidad Emprendedora, who was, you know, was there like, like an angel behind the scenes doing everything which was needed. Uh, Gianfranco wasn't there. Gianfranco is the other guy from Hospitalidad Emprendedora. He was abroad, but he, he, it was like if he was there, he, he managed to organize the POAP remotely thanks to Giuseppe who helped him. So the DAO worked very well. Um, people were responsible. They followed, you know, they took care of their own things. I, I was very relaxed from about those aspects. Slides. The slides was a bit funny because I asked Valerio to take care of slides, remembering that the year before I was in Porto, I was doing the slides at the same time as I was talking. And so he took care of them, but he got them basically the day before or the, the morning before. This is the same morning, sorry. So the slides are always a bit an issue, but it went very well. Again, um, I had the, this feeling that 
people were doing things because they wanted to do them. They wanted to work well. Nobody was there because they, they needed money for from a job, right? That raises the quality a lot. It's true that on the other end, if people are not paid, they may not be reliable. But once you have weeded out those not reliable by default, those who want to be there just because you want to be there, but then you know you don't want to really follow up, um, things go much better than than with people you, you pay for. And so this is one of the strengths of DAOs, strengths and weaknesses. Uh, I remember making a, a joke about Valerio disappearing, maybe it didn't come out too well. I was kind of joking. Uh, things went very well. Uh, in that moment, when he, he wasn't there, I was doing the slides, no problem. Um, but yeah, it, it, there's a lot of uh, food for thought in how to organize DAOs in these kinds of events. Before the event, in the months before the event, we had people who appeared and then disappeared because the the glue between you and one person who wants to help is not that strong. Maybe other things come up, other conferences, maybe somebody comes in for three meetings. We had these weekly meetings. Seems very, very motivated and then disappears completely. So the house have to find a way to kind of formalize better if you're part of something and especially if you take care, if you take a task in your hands you should never drop it because this is very damaging, right? So we have to find ways to make this dropping a bit more painful for people to drop it in a way. Um, so there's a lot of work to be done in terms of DAOs, but hey, we organized a conference. There was a lot of work and the DAO delivered. It was really well organized, in my opinion. Of course, it's a small conference, if we have to organize 100 or 200 or 500 people in this way, we need to be, you know, we have to step up our game, I'm sure. But I find this very promising. Now, one of the things we're going to have to decide is who gets how many NFTs. And if you remember, NFTs gives you ownership on the DAO, gives you governance votes, etc. And I still have to sit down and think about how to do this exactly. Um, because if it's my decision, like you get one, you get two, you get three, whatever, I'm already influencing the DAO in a centralized manner. Uh, so I'm trying to see if we can find a better way to do that anyway. No one said it was going to be easy. Um, there's no playbook. So we are creative and we are trying to make this as efficient as possible. But the web train travel DAO works. That's official. It works, and we will do another conference with the same DAO. All right. So this is the positive result of this conference. The evening of the conference, we had a dinner for everybody else. This was organized by Gianfranco again remotely. We ended up in a beer place with uh, several dishes meat and uh, vegetarian options so it wasn't too easy to organize because you have to again the number of people is always a bit the problem but we did it um, so we had that dinner and the next day again last minute Albert found us a hotel room we could rent for a couple of hundred euros instead of 600 euros because he was working there 
So we had this very professional four-plus-star hotel conference room for the industry. So the industry meeting in, in a room and discussing how to move forward. The idea came from Luca Cosivi, uh, who actually didn't come to the conference. He was in, in Brazil, uh, but we took it over. You know, the, the idea is something was really good. So we, we took this idea and we, we made a conference. There were, I don't know, eight, 10 people there. And uh, we had a few discussions. And as I was anticipating, the, the, the idea was like to coordinate as an industry why we are small before it gets too late. So we discussed protocols, we discussed uh, standards, chains, and of course, chain for travel being a blockchain which wants to be the blockchain of the web tree, you know, of the travel industry. Basically, we, we had a discussion, web, um, chain for travel wasn't there. Uh, we had an advisor, Michele who works for Peakwork, which is the same conglomerate in a way. So we, we had somebody, we had their perspective in a way. And of course, nothing was decided. We were not there to take any any big decision, uh, but discussions have started. And uh, then we decided that maybe it is really worth creating an alliance of travel industry, crypto travel industry companies to go out uh, in a, cohesive manner which could be positive for you know several ideas one would be to get an alliance make an alliance to get grants from blockchains grants for developing stuff so uh, we could say okay the alliance of web train travel goes to blockchain x and asks for money and if they give us money we're gonna build our apps on their chain Another one is to approach Web2 companies, you know, these Web2 um, legacy companies, the huge ones, and say, okay, do you want to be part of, uh, do you want to, you know, get into Web3, do it with us. We are an alliance of companies. So we are going to move on that um, in the next weeks. Again, apologies for not, not reacting quickly to that. Another thing which comes to mind is... Um, for the next conference, we were invited by Mike Sung from Plug and Play to do it in Silicon Valley. Plug and Play is a huge uh, company. You can check it out. That was interesting. It's one of the options. Another idea is to do something in Italy. Francesco from Trips Community has some ideas in that in that regard. And uh, yeah, and then the, the next thing is again to do it in the context of a, of a crypto conference. Then we had the panels. They were organized completely by Luca Sharouf. Um, he did a great job. We had one panel about the, the perspective of venture capital. Again, as I was saying, there were different venture capitalists or anyway, investors, angel investors, something which was missing in Porto last year. And it was really interesting to, to hear their perspective. They are going to play, and they are playing uh, a big role in the industry. You like it or not, you know. Some more ideological positions may not want VC capital because it has a lot of strings attached. If you want, but uh, they will, and they are playing a big role. So it's very important to get uh, their their perspective onto this. And the other one, which was a bit surprising to me, was we had a a panel about 
DMOs, Destination Management. He was the uh, director of the Catalan Tourism Agency, Patrick Torrent. And uh, the idea was like to say DMOs could be DAOs, right? And uh, people really loved it. I, I spaced out a bit. I was kind of in the a bit tired at the time I was doing other things. I didn't really listen, I have to be honest. I will listen more later. Um, but people came back to me with incredible feedback about this. And we have to take this into consideration. I don't know DMOs personally. It's not my business. I, I something I just don't follow. But you see, the fact that this was organized as a DAO and we give freedom of movement to somebody else. You know, Luca is somebody we have never had never met before. He just appeared in a in a call, in our weekly calls, and said, "Yeah, I want to do the panels," and he did it, and it was fantastic. And he he was able because he was free to move. He was able to bring in a subject I would have never even told about, right? So yeah, that was also very good panels. Um, one other thing which comes to mind is that we had a second coffee break at about four o'clock, and psychologically, I was ready to close. At four o'clock, I said it's been a long day. People want to talk. People are fired up by all this input they got during the conference. We should stop here, and instead we stopped like two hours later. Why? Well, because we had more speakers that was planned, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Luckily, the last speakers were very energetic and very, very good. So we managed to get at the end. But maybe next time we can think about a shorter conference and more space for networking. That's another thing we're going to have to, to discuss. So amazing conference. Uh, it's going to be a great memory in the years to come. Um, I'm really sorry if you wanted to be there, but it could not be there. Get ready for the next one. Okay. We don't know when, we don't know where. Get ready for the next one. It's really worth it. If, as I believe, this industry picks up and kind of eats the travel industry from below, because it changes the infrastructure, those, these conferences, 2022, 23, 24, maybe 25, are going to be mythical. These are going to be the conference in which 10 years from now you're going to say, I was there at the time and I was sitting next to Vitalik, like Maxim from Winding Tree told me at the dinner. And then on the other side of the table there was Satoshi Nakamoto which of course wasn't there but you know those kind of mythical moments in which it's still easy to meet the the builders who actually then shape later the whole industry and I'm not going to even talk to you about the opportunities in terms of professional uh, your professional life this conference and the next one or two conferences are all about access to the right people are all about being part of the early builders. So don't miss it. There's still few people, but they are very interesting people. And we're done. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more insights, Follow me on Twitter at Tripluca, T-R-I-P-L-U-C-A. If you enjoy my podcast and want to support it, head on to podcast.webtreeintravel.com. Tree is a digit. 
and mint an NFT. If you want to sponsor it, you can do it at the same page. I will mention you in the podcast and your name will appear on all donation NFTs for a while. Thank you and ciao.